Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know? Did, uh, did, oh. <laughs> what? Did you know birds need gravity to swallow? I beg your pardon. This is... What is it? You've demarcation. Been I'll tell whited. you what this is. I'll tell you what this is. A dictatorship. I'm not going to let this happen. I can go write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> the parachute was invented 120 years before the airplane. Do it live. Yeah. Woo. Oh, my God. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and John Abood. Welcome to the EFTM Podcast. I'm Chris Bowen and I'm joined by Trevor Long and uh, one of our greats, John Abood. Hello, how are you doing? That is a new record. 15 seconds, we've already derailed ourselves. Wow. I I was talking to someone the other day about their podcast. I was at a a, uh, podcasting get together Mm, and this lovely young lady was talking about her excellent little podcast. It's a daily thing. And uh, Mm. I said, yeah, good. I'll subscribe to it. And she goes, what's yours? And I went, oh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I literally had this face-to-face feeling of, yeah. I don't think you should listen. Mm. Yeah, because. Fucking thing. Because, like, we're two minutes in and we've said fuck, like, four Eight times. times. Yeah. yeah, I know. And Bill, Bill O'Reilly said half of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should get Bill on one day. We're giving him Mate, enough coverage. We'll get him on the Bluetooth. How good would that be? <laughs> Mate, that's a challenge I'm accepting. Okay. This we'll is, get Bill on. Zero chance. He hasn't got a show because he had drama. He, he got probably sacked. won't want us oh, to. It's one of those me too things. He oh, won't. Right. Oh, I think it was a bit of a drama. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. There's some serious legal issues around uh, around his accusations. So I don't think he'd want us to play those. No, no, no. I think. No, but that was for a long time ago. He's moved on. You think he's he's, he's now writing a book about Trump? He is the history of Trump. Because you know, just to just to let you into the uh, inside of the EFTM office, dear listener, um, we were assembling some furniture yesterday, which is great. Bowen made us put the State of the Union on. We did. Oh, what? I did. Yeah, went for an hour and a half. Well, I'm into that sort of caper. I love it. Anything political? Anything? He's a news junkie. He watched every single Channel Seven Periscope. Yep. I just wanted to see Nancy in the background grimace and and fake smile and have to clap. A special kind of person, but thank you, I appreciate no, it. I think that's Can we get this underway? Some sort of dis- uh, description. Description. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. John, hello. Your passport. Yes. What about it? How old were you in the photo? Oh, fourteen. So maybe sixteen. You, you were almost right because I, I said earlier we should talk about Facebook turning fifteen, and Bowen goes, "Oh, the age that John is in his passport photo." <laughs> Hilarious <laughs> and and true. Mm. Yes. Because you look really young. I was really young. Well, that's because he was 15, Trev. Yeah, 40. Yeah, that's yeah. how that works. 40. Probably 16. Probably I'm not sure. Because yeah. yeah. how, pa- how long does the passport last? Five years? 10, Ten years. Oh, yeah. I, think it's a, I think it's five Oh, is yours running one. out? It was a five-year one. It runs out this year, so I would have been mm. 16. When's it run out? 16. Tw- uh, literally in a month or two. Oh, that's it, why you're not coming to Barcelona. Better get uh, that's the reason why. Not because I wasn't invited. It's not at all. Oh, okay, right. You're not invited. You've only just made the grade of CES. Well, if you're going to be doing podcast meetups and the like in Barcelona, I'm sure I want to be there. <laughs> just no, what? Wait, you just said you came, you came from a podcast meetup. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a pretty good point, actually. Yeah, there'd, be a lot of, there'd be some cool kids there. Yeah, it was at Apple be. headquarters yeah, right. with the head of podcasts at Apple. Mm. So I don't want to break it to you, John. Mm. That's the kind of meeting you go to. He's a mover right. and shaker, Trev. Okay. Well, shakes and he moves. <laughs> just because all you're busy doing is proteining and whatever the hell it is you do with yep. food, I don't care. Well. Anyway. Let's turn nasty quick. <laughs> dictatorship. That's what it is. <laughs> we well, love dictatorship. I think someone might be getting a little bit too comfortable. No, I like oh, it. He's L- good. A little bit too comfortable. I'll get you back, boy. John. I'll get you back. Until if I'm not Trevor back here you next week, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, just know that. I changed the keys again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> yep. Facebook, 15 years old. And when I got the announcement mm. about 15 years of Facebook, the mm. first two, by the way, being at Harvard, then it went, um, then it opened to the public in Do 2006. Did they count those two years? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So this is 15 years since Zuckerberg turned it on, yeah. like literally flicked the switch off the Facebook and, sure. and got Harvard users joining up. And then it was two years after that that it opened up to the general public. I think I joined in 2007. Mm. Any idea when you joined? You're in, you, you were really early up yeah. to that. You were, you were in on what, the third or fourth year? Yeah, it's kind of okay. a big, like, it was when I was just starting out in tech. Yeah, so. Mate, yeah. I remember him telling me things about Twitter and how I should sign up a, a, a radio program we worked on the time regi- mm. at the time, register the name of the show for this thing called Twitter. And I'm like, mate, this thing will never work. What do you do? Who cares? Mm. And anyway, I think you did anyway. I've st- you know what? Uh, yeah. You know how your domain name squad? I've got yeah. a couple of very, I've got one medium profile and one yeah. very high profile person's name. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. Have they good. come after it? No, because they have no interest in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. For good reason. But, but you um, know, I could cause some havoc in a very short space of time <laughs> if I turned that account yeah, on. Anyway. Early adopter. But yeah. So when I uh, Facebook sent a press release with uh, 15 things you didn't know about Facebook mm. and fift, uh, like not maybe not 15, but certainly a chronological history of the events at Facebook, you know, sure. great things that have happened, mm. obviously ignoring all the drama over the last couple of years. But my first thought was, well, that explains everything. It's 15. It's a 15-year-old. Mm. Would you trust a 15-year-old with 2 billion people's information? Mm. Privacy? This might be the dumbest comparison of ever. Yeah, look, no, I, 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 I struggle with the analogy during fif- the week. I don't mate, want to bring it up until now. No, nah, because well. they're a young company. The problem for Facebook is they're a bunch of young people mm. who started a business, yeah. didn't know anything about business, but got some advisors, got them some cash, mm. got heaps of cash in, found a way to make money, started mm. making heaps of money, yeah. and just went off and did things to make that money bigger mm. without actually thinking about the, the kind of overall plan. No, mate, they're not 15-year-olds. They're 30-year-olds. They're 40-year-olds. You say they're young blokes. No, but I'm talking about the company. Apple wouldn't do what they've done because Apple's a 40-year-old company. Mm. IBM wouldn't do what they've done because they're a, they're a much older company, right? A company grows in age as its executives do. Sure. And that's, the, that's one of the things. Facebook is is so young that it's chasing money. So mm. first of all, before it launched, before it went on the stock market, it was chasing its tail to show venture capitalists that it was actually going to going they to prove a return. Yeah, sure. Once they launch on the stock market, they've got that stupid thing that all stock market listed companies have to do, and that is prove that they're going to make more money next year than they did last year, and they're going to grow, and they're going to do all those things. And that requires them pushing the boundaries. Mm. And like any teenager, they push the boundaries, and sometimes too far. Mm. That's true. I understand what you're saying. But the, the, the question I got a couple of times on the radio was, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Facebook. Good thing. It's a great thing. Good thing. Um, and you've pointed out several reasons why it is a good thing. You know, you get in touch with long-lost cousins. They know a lot about your life. Yeah. But So w- where will they be when they're 30? Are you saying the company's going to mature? Yeah. Will think- it become a, a dull experience? Because essentially tra- uh, Facebook has been a real trailblazer and that's what excites people. You think? Yes, very much so. I think what excites people is just the core Facebook product, which think, is connecting with each other. So yeah. like the last couple of days, so it's funny, some people hate seeing all the kids going mm. to school, but as a mm. parent, mm. Um, you know, you want to show that because you want your family and friends to see it. And my sister lives six hours away in Narendra. Mm. She, I'm not going to see her kids. I'm not going to go out there. I'm not gonna even going to get to see them or speak to them. Mm. But I know I, I saw photos of Katinka's first day of school and getting into uni- uniform and little Ritz's, her brother, getting excited about his new school. Like I have this sense mm. of what went on. Mm. So when I speak to them, I can actually talk to them about that experience that I kind of witnessed. So I feel like I've, you know, lived a bit of that. Mm. It, that that's more, the cool thing a, that Facebook does. A more connected world and one yeah. where you can be closer to people you otherwise couldn't be close with. That's, that's right. also a fantastic like networking X's. tool. 
like like access, even though you may not want to be close to yeah, those times. It's no, but it's you know, as well as well as a network tool, people think of LinkedIn is the best way to meet business connections. Sure. And fa- why wouldn't Facebook be a better way to do that? I mean, you're making. Well, I'll tell you why. Keeping close. Oh no, I'll tell you why because some people, some people in this room, just add anyone as a friend. I hope you're not looking at no. me. Okay, right. Like I get a friend request and I go, who's this? And like, and it says mutual friend, Chris Bowen. I'm like, Bowen, who's this? And they go, oh, you know, good. I used to listen to the radio show. Listen, I've got, <laughs> I've got the equivalent of pen pals. Pen pals are big in the 80s, I guess. You know, you had them at school. You'd write letters to a foreign exchange student. They'd write one back. And I've got a lot of those from my radio days. Mm. They've clung on to me and I've never met them. There's Dawn in Victoria. There's Gary from Bundina. There's Dave up in Newcastle. There's Annette uh, in uh, Pitt Town, actually the same suburb I live in. And uh, yeah, I'll like communicate have, them. Why haven't you met with her? Uh, I have met with her. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she gives me free stuff. Um, See, this is beneficial, Trev. See, this yeah, is the beauty yeah, of it. But the problem for Facebook is that so many there's there's a percentage of people. I'm going to say thirty percent of people, random number. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, when you get that recommended friends thing, they just click all of them. They go, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, click, yeah. Click, 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 click. Whereas I get that and I go, yeah, I know who you are, but nah, you're not like you're not right. a friend. Like I don't yeah, want sure. you in this feed. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is a like I but, I'm strict about it. I'm mm-hmm. strict about Facebook being for friends, mm. um, Twitter being for. Anyone and yep. LinkedIn, I'm strict on that as well. If if I haven't met you or see you as a potential network yep. business network connection, you're out. Right. Like I get random LinkedIn requests from people who they're, they're just clicking everyone. Yeah, 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 sure. No, but even if I haven't met you, if it, mm. if if you're in, you know, if you're a PR person, I'll I'll mm. add you on LinkedIn. If you're in marketing at a tech firm, I'll add you on LinkedIn. Mm. But if you're just a telemarketer, well, like follow me on Twitter. Sure, sure. But, but the, you can't argue that Facebook has huge appeal outside of just connecting with friends and family. Well, so this is the negative for me. And I'm not even talking – today on this podcast, I don't care about all the dramas, the privacy and all that stuff that's mm. happened, right? Mm. My biggest problem with Facebook is there's 13,607 people who've clicked like mm. on EFTM. Good yep. kids. Bloody awesome. Mm-hmm. We love you all. But when we post something mm. on Facebook, it goes to 20 – at best, 20% of those people by default. Mm. Sure. It's a stupid algorithm that doesn't benefit people who have actually said, "Oh no, I like EFTM. I want to hear from EFTM." Mm. So they've, they've, and that we used to be back in the day. So they've changed it to make it so hard for businesses like us to reach our mm. fans that our fans have got to go to the trouble of not just liking, but then choosing a little drop-down button that says "See First," mm. so that you yeah. actually see our content by default. Or we have to pay money to boost. Pay pay money to Facebook to reach our existing fans or new people. Well, I don't wanna... I'm I'm cool with paying money to reach new people, yeah. mm-hmm. but I think it's disgusting that I have to pay money to reach my existing audience. Yeah. Well, it's their business. They set it up. I mean, you're entitled to. Yeah, but they're entitled the, to get some sort of compensation is, for you using them. No, no, but I have no drama with that. Yeah. And do you know what? If if we were reaching our full thirteen thousand every day, mm. I'd spend double what I'm spending now mm. to reach more people. Because mm. you'd be happy with what you're because I as a because product, I sure. because I can sure. see the return on it. Yeah. Mm. But see, if you pay two bucks mm. to get one new like, and so that means you've paid twenty bucks to get ten, you've actually paid twenty bucks to get one new mm. reader yeah, of right, your post, because right? Because one new like yeah, is not one new exposure. Yeah. Mm. So back in the day, it used to be that everyone that liked your page saw it. Mm. Just like they do all your friends' posts. Sure. It's disappointing. But let me just point out those people I don't know but engage with on Facebook, at least four or five of those liked our page. Like Dawn, Dave Clark. Shut what's wrong with that, Hands in the air. Hands I can the find air. someone engaging and engage with them without having to meet them. No, no, but... What's I'm, wrong with that? I'm saying the, the differentiation... I don't have a problem with that. The, I, the differentiation for me is 
Facebook is personal stuff. So I, that's where I, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really, I don't post that much on there, but mm. that's where I'd post uh, a photo of the kids that I wouldn't want on Instagram because mm. yeah, sure. Instagram is highly, fully public. Mm. Whereas Facebook, I can say, I only want my friends to see this and this mm. is this thing. Facebook's personal for me too. It's the same thing, but I, I yeah. don't think that you, I mean, for me, like maybe it's different because I haven't got kids and I haven't got a, a family as such, mm. but I, as I such, post Wow. A, well, no, it's I haven't got breaking a wife. Breaking news for Kaylee. Oh, you just Jeez, give it to mum. Wow. No, well, so, you've well, just brushed it. You've just said, I don't have a family as such. Right. Well, I'll this has happened the before on the podcast. <laughs> Dropping no, a big shout out to mum and dad. Jeez. <laughs> and your brother. As I was saying, yeah. I have a profile. I do post personal mm. achievements, mm. Life, like marks and, you know, that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. But I don't really care who sees those things. You know, mm. I'm, yeah, I'm happy I. to have a bigger yeah. network. I'm happy to have people that I've yeah. maybe only met once or twice. Yeah. You, I'm not, I'm you not around there. You want a bigger network. No, 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 mate. I'm not saying. I'm just saying I'm, yeah. I don't mind. Look at you him. Know. He wants a bigger oh, network. Oh, here we go. Well, we now need I'm him to. It. That's good. Oh, no. We want his profile to grow. Yeah. Where do we want it to grow, though? I think Instagram. I think we should long game Instagram with John. Okay. All that right. should be our long yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's a bit more visual, isn't it? Yeah. We need to sprinkle some EFTM fertilizer on him. And I am a very visual. He's, well, that's it. I mean, you're, you're a very visual, you're a visual person. <laughs> I mean, as opposed to us who are just, I don't know, what's the word for not being visual? We're just, uh, we really should cover our heads with brown paper bags, <laughs> oh, to be honest. Don't give it to yourself. And, well, that's why we're putting blinds in the uh, office here, just so no one can see us. Yeah, totally. This also much cooler in here. is the EFTM podcast. This is the EFTM podcast. Yeah. EFTM. Thanks for the uh, echo. Appreciate that. Um, now look, <laughs> what about, I used to work in radio, uh, back announced and played as played an ID. Well done. Yeah. Anyway, look, let's go to cars. Love talking about cars, 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 cars. We get one every week. We've had a couple of cars this week. I started off in the Subaru Forester, the 2.5 liter uh, version, the premium variant. So, um, right up there in terms of, uh, the model range, this is an SUV or is it? See, you, we, when you were writing your review, we talked about this in the office. That's we the did. great thing about having the office. We can bounce those things off each other we do bounce um pretend like you're working yep. you well that's just my life i should make that my bio mm. pretending mm. like i'm working smother how good would that be oh, just yeah. as your bio that's what we do um Shout out you're going oh they yeah all right just drop off <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> wow. they call this an suv i said not yeah. an suv yeah. an suv to me is a land cruiser mm. a prado mm. you know though large cars yeah i don't think a kluger's an suv i think a kluger is is a oh no like kluger's an suv step below no kluger's an suv no. I think anything that sits marginally higher uh, has five or seven seats. So Mazda CX three is an SUV. It is. It's a, it's well, a it's, a, it's a compact SUV. Crossover. Crossover SUV. Crossover means we we don't want to sell it as a hatchback. We want to we want to reach a different market. So hatchback we're going to boost it a bit. Yeah. Look, the Forester. It's an SUV. It's won awards for being the best. SUV. You know what? It's a big wagon. That's it's a, what it is. Well, it's, it's a station a, it's wagon a on milk wagon. crates. That's, That's what, what I said. It's a station yeah. wagon on milk crates. That's what I said. But it's high tech. Bomb. It's an ugly thing. Uh, it is high tech. And well, it's when you say ugly, it just hasn't departed much from the previous model. I mean, you struggle like to pick it. Departed much from 1995. A lot of families. A lot of families want the basic. You know, they go for the un- familiar look. Unappealing. Don't. Tell look. them they're wrong. Yeah. Tell them they're wrong. Well, I'm, uh, oh, okay, mate. I Cheers. can if you really want to. No worries. Let's just send a memo to all families. I think wrong. the people who buy Subarus have just had Subarus their whole life. That's they're what just it is. stuck in a rut hole. Um, <laughs> but there's actually nothing wrong with the car. It's a great drive. I mean, it's got the all-wheel drive system that Subaru have, so it's a very stable, sure-footed car. And I've got to say, I had a bit of fun in it. I mean, it's quite engaging. There's minimal body roll. You can carve up the twisty bits with the four-wheel drive system, helping you get a bit of extra 
attraction. I smash cars through, basically. Oh, no, that's your job. Um, your job uh, is to drive them, as yeah. you say, spirited. spirited. How'd you go in the gorge? The gorge, yeah, it did well in the gorge. I was pretty happy with the gorge. But the technology, trip, Mate, I got in and it goes, wow. new face detected. And I went, I'm sorry, what? It's got face on, recognition. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For what? Well, well it's like... like It'll so, recognise your face and set you set your profile, so your music, your was, air conditioning, your was, seat. That is very cool. Sitting yeah. at a set of lights, mm. and because it was the first time I was driving, and I'm looking down trying to you know adjust the dials yeah. and the knobs, mm. and it beeped, mm. and it said like pay attention or check your attention or something, mm. and because the cars had moved in front of me, and I oh I don't I couldn't work out whether or not it because it's got so many cameras yeah. I couldn't work out whether it, it knows the lights went green and cars moved mm. and that's why it said it or whether it knew I was looking down I don't know yeah. but it was it it blew my mind mm. and so then I went into the face recognition thing mm. and I worked out how to use the menus because it is a bit complex like yeah. it's not user user sure. friendly and someone had registered their face by the name sexy mm. was it I me? don't know it who. wasn't me <laughs> I didn't <laughs> even use this so I just wrote Trevor Dash EFTM because yeah. they won't know how to erase that at yeah. the dealer so it's going to be there on the next person's right. review which is great well yeah. done um, and I assume from that point on as Bowen says it, it sets things like the climate mm. settings and I don't mm. know maybe not the seat but mm. just and, personal and preferences and like and the it mirrors tell, it can tell hopefully tell if you're getting drowsy and stuff like mm. that oh, yeah so I there's a little what they call an LED camera in the top visor there's two screens one in the middle and this strange smaller screen at the top of the dash I don't like that I think it's a bit weird well I didn't like it two split screens. originally I didn't like it because it was it had complicated yeah. information a picture of the car mm. and everything going on mm. so it would basically tell you which systems were turned yeah, on that's right. but it also shows you when the indicators are on the lights and yeah, all that stuff yeah. which is cool but you can right. cycle through that About screen six different menus and, yeah. and I liked it with the speed yep. and the street that you're on that was cool yeah that was pretty McLaren good McLaren looking type things the top, da- the top screen yeah well pretty much exactly McLaren looking not quite well, mate, McLaren when, looking when they've got that race mode and it shows you speed yeah. or something like that you know what I mean? yeah. it's one of those small little screens that top screen can't wait till he actually sees a McLaren Subaru would be stoked to be referred to anything in their car as McLaren like they'd be absolutely wrapped with that one I'll tell you anyway it's about 38 grand for that particular model um it's not bad really is it for what you get like it's just you know what some people just mate, want, they a, just want car. a car they just want a, but hold on, a that's solid not just car. A car. That because that facial rec thing is fucking awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. also Especially the safety tech. The safety tech's yeah, amazing. It's getting you for inattention. Mm. That but is. That's just inside the awesome. car. The the safety tech outside the car. Mm. Subaru is renowned for. Yeah, eyesight they call it. It's and got two forward facing they, cameras. They've won stereo cameras. For that. Yeah, yeah. Your Canstar yeah. gave them the award at one point. Um, so yeah, look high on um, um, safety. There's no doubt about it. But uh, thirty-eight thousand new. Yeah, dull to look no, at. Mate, we're reviewing second-hand cars now. Yeah, oh. before on roads. Thirty-eight thousand new. Fucking hell. <laughs> they just introduced the five-year warranty as of the 1st of January. Mate, we're I'm just specifying. You can drive your oh, car if you want. Such a fuck. <laughs> such a fuck. Mate, listen. Okay, right. Um, Let's go on. Look, well, the, but the problem was, yeah. um, uh, then we we went and picked up uh, a Renault Megane RS. Yes, we did. We was did, that the Trevor. yellow one? That was the yellow yeah, one. We saw all over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, it's everywhere. been everywhere. Yeah, it's stood out. everywhere, yep. Mate, it's a it's a good little hot hatch. I like it. I've driven a few. Um, the i30N still my favourite. I think as an all rounder, uh, this is a little bit more brutal in the way it rode. Um, it was quite a stiff ride um, and, and had plenty of power on tap, just over two hundred kilowatts. So a legitimate, legitimate hot hatch. There's no doubt about it. And coming with that iconic yellow, we love that. You know, yellow. I think the they make it yellow as a press car, so it stands out. Yeah, exactly. Um, sport mode sounds good. Sounds good. It's got even, a nice, even race mode. It's got a nice little fart during a gear change. Yep. yep. Yeah. So like it it's got some good in sounds. Our driveway. It looked fantastic. Yeah. It's right a beautiful car. Big flared wheel arches. Looks fantastic. Seats. Uh, Sports seats that I found very comfortable. We yeah. drove all the way to Bathurst, all the way to Bathurst, which we'll talk about in a bit. But mm. we drove all the way to Bathurst, mm. and I drove back in it. Yeah. 
do you know what? Mm. For sports seats, mm. Mm, remarkably comfortable. Because the they're f- proper hug. You know, that was like a really comfortable mm. fit. Like the bucket. But, like the bucket yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Sports seats. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. the French really know how to fuck up ergonomics, unfortunately. Ergonomics in every way. Like the cruise control is a pad behind the steering wheel, so you can't even see what buttons you're pushing. Muscle memory, no, that's the, eventually. That's, that's the stereo. Oh, that's the stereo, isn't that's it? Oh, on the, the cruise control, whoa, you had to whoa, activate whoa, via whoa, the center whoa, console whoa. and then adjust on the steering so, wheel. So there's there's a three-way switch behind the gear lever that when it's flat, it's there's nothing on. On one side, it's on speed limiter. On the mm. other side, it's on cruise control. Mm. And so you have to choose that. And then you have to, on the dashboard, choose the you know speed oh, limit or whatever. Mm. And then I'm trying to change the volume. And there's a touch. There's no dial. There's a touch-sensitive button oh, to do that. And this. I finally found a the third toggle. stalk that you mentioned mm. uh, on the right-hand side, mm. which is hidden from the steering wheel, mm. that has the volume up and down mm. and, a, and a wheel to, to t- change tracks and a button up top to change the source. I mean, mm. Jesus this Christ, folks. dumb. Stupid. Horizontal screen, which uh, Apple CarPlay just Vertical. didn't fit. Uh, uh, sorry, a vertical a vertical screen, screen like yeah, a yeah. like a small form Tesla. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mate, send it back to Paris. So you'd have CarPlay just sitting right in the middle of a blank space, both uh, top and bottom. And which is stupid because they do this great separation thing yeah. where you have like one mode down the bottom and a map up the top and mm. different things. Mm. But when they have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto, it just it cuts everything out and and fills the screen. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. It's just ergonomically and user interface, again, not great. Also, quality-wise, a, a little bit let down with Renault. I always feel a bit plastic. I felt the, the the glove box area yeah. and doors were very plasticky. Yeah, they Top are. Top of the dash was all right. Yeah, it's okay. Short price? I uh, don't know. Okay. It's not a cheap car. <laughs> we haven't written the review yet. It's expensive. No, it was about 45000 uh, before on roads. Right. But yeah, that's it's a, a Renault Megane. We've had a, a, a real thing in a couple of... Shut up. From What's the dealer. Wrong? That's a new car. Just, just checking. He's not, we're not talking about last model. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Jeez, John, you're struggling. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> Kogan. Oh, one of wow. the one of wow. our favorites. Wow. Kogan. Is this your first time on I radio? I love Kogan products. Everything about them. The Kogan TVs, the Kogan mobile plans. My favorite. They're just so has cheap that, and affordable. Has that view changed at all over the recent month? No, I love Kogan. Our good mate Ruslan. He's a good bloke. Ruslan. <laughs> be great. Love Ruslan. Uh, but nothing to do with Ruslan. Hey, uh, hey. Nothing to do. <laughs> Listen. We're That's trying to do a very in joke, everyone out there. We're trying to do a podcast. Can't explain it, it to you. Fans. Sorry, guys. Can't explain anyway, it. Anyway, Ruslan Kogan, one of the greats. The Kogan Agora 9 is there. Do you know what's really annoying about Facebook we mentioned earlier? Go on. Uh, that friends near you thing? Yeah. Who's nearest? Ruslan Kogan. No, he's not. It said, he? it said to me earlier, Ruslan Kogan is, is, is in the area or is near you. I'm Get like, him in for an episode of the podcast. Mate, but yeah, the problem is that's like Sydney. He's in Sydney. So much. Oh, that's not near me at all. That's just it's not dumb. near me at all. Anyway, you love his product. We're talking about the Kogan Agora 9. The Agora 9 is their new ultra-budget smartphone. Can I just say, I've never been more impressed. When you say ultra-budget, what are we talking The only real selling point for the Agora 9 is that it's got a 4,000 milliamp battery, Mm. which for those of you that don't know is fucking huge. It's bigger than the majority of phones out there. Most of your phones out there will have 3,000 to 3,300, which isn't much at all by comparison. Genuinely all-day battery for sure. It's it's at least an all-day battery. And the thing about the Agora 9 is that while it's a fully functioning Android phone, it's it's not technically... The same as a five hundred dollar mm. phone naturally. It's not as powerful, and so you're more likely to give it to someone who's who's less inclined to use it. Someone who's only going to use it to make a quick phone call yeah, or yeah. to send a Facebook message every so often. Mm. It's a, it's one for someone that's less technically capable. Maybe the elderly parents, mm. maybe your kids. Yep. Great one hundred and eighty eight dollar phone. Mm. Really solid. Like mm. so, you know, you feel it's not not too heavy, but it's solid. Yeah, yeah. In your hand, you don't feel like it's going to break. 
And with a 4,000 milliamp battery, that thing's going to last you at least a day, yeah. two days if you don't use it that much. Yeah, who makes that? Like just China? Yeah, in no, China. Same, same way he, same way he, he normally did his operates. TVs. You, yeah. He goes to a factory that's making phones. Yeah. Uh, they call OEM. Yeah. So they, they make phones and you put any brand mm. on it. Mm. Um, and he does a deal and they mm. make it. Mm. Uh, now, I mean, we could probably find out where, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. Bottom line, it's not a name brand. And they're mm. using, you know, second-rate camera modules, second-rate mm. screen modules. And the, and so the cameras aren't great. The, no, camera's the camera's not going to be really, great. Really, really not great. screen's not going to be anywhere near as bright or, or, or vibrant as another another model. It was actually It was actually all right. The screen was yeah, actually all right. Actually all right is was, not the same as good. Sure, but it was bright. It was nice and bright still. Passable and for, for that 188 price. bucks, yeah. I was very impressed. The only negative the John had was the position of the volume and power buttons. That's the only thing I can come up with. And I'm reading this, I'm oh, reading this review, right? Yeah. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly where they were in the exact same spot as the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, which so is an excellent phone. To, oh. give, to give a visual for our listeners, most uh, phones either have the power lock button mm. on the top right, yep. on top of the phone, or on the on the uh, top corner, right hand side of the mm. corner, uh, with the volumes and being on the left hand side of the phone. Mm. Whereas the Huawei and the Agora Nine have the volume and the power buttons on the same side on the uh, right hand side of the phone. Mm. So when you go to press one of the buttons, you accidentally press three other buttons mm. at the same time because they're a dumb, stupid fucking spot. Never mm. had a problem with so you could it. Power okay, it off well, that's just that dumb, <laughs> mate. We hello, reaching for the phone in the dark was it's oh, yeah, seventeen. This is the Oppo R seventeen. Yeah. I need that tomorrow. Just yeah, it's like the iPhone, iPhone has that screenshot problem. I mean, they've all got dramas of buttons. Yeah, but the thing is, they designed such an amazing mm. phone. $188, literally the only thing I could even come mm. up with, the only criticism was that those buttons yeah, were in a weird position. Yeah. But even so then, one, that's not, that's not by one, no stretch of deal breaker. One for the nursing homes? 100%. One for, one, the, great for the kids One too. for the primary for the schools? Kids? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, the kids, great phone. Do you worry about kids copying shit at school uh, over the status of their phone? 100%. I do, 100%. Right? Definitely, yeah, 100%. I, don't, I, don't. I copped it in high school. Oh, wow. I had like an old Nokia. Does it really go on? It, oh, like you just—it's like anything. You grow thick skin. You just bull- don't. You just don't bullied be a, over your phone. Don't be a bitch about it. You know, you just grow. You kind of grow skin. But yeah. but there is that does exist. There's definitely like that sort of class prejudice type thing where yeah. I had the Nokia because we couldn't afford an iPhone, or yeah. you know, when the iPods came mm. out and if you didn't have an iPod, it's you were amazing. just some geek. Yeah, and like, you know, you remember they had the little iPod shuffles, the tiny little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had one of those, and every other kid had an iPod Touch, and they're just going, <laughs> yeah. "This kid." And I was going to tell Henry, "Well, too bad. Go harden up. Tell him to get stuffed." Yeah, but that, but it's one of those things. It's character building, you know. Yeah, I learned to yeah, fight, absolutely I to fight early. I agree. Well, you know, so yeah. Jackson's got a Huawei Nova Two I. No, I'm That's handy. Which <laughs> is a two hundred and fifty dollars phone. Yeah, it's got a beautiful screen, a pretty good camera. Mm. It's not it's not the best phone Huawei make, but it's also not the worst phone on the market. Mm. Amanda's problem with me giving that to him was she was worried it was too expensive because all his mates would have the cheap phones that I'd recommend. Good on right? you, Mandy. Oh, right, I'm with yeah, you. Right, right, right. But it was the cheapest phone I had that I could yeah, give him yeah, yeah. without buying one. Essentially, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yep. And I, I'm, look, two, I'm confident, I'm hopeful that he'll want, if someone says to him something about, you know, not having a Google Pixel or an iPhone, he'll say, I don't want to break it to you, mate. It's got a great camera, good screen. It's only 220 bucks. Mm. It's a good phone. You're wasting your money with that rubbish. Like, that's what I, yep. like, I hope his comeback is something. Now, what we'll lines. do is we'll just get a McLaren and you pick, <laughs> I'll him, pick up him up <laughs> and, go, and then he can just drive and go, I don't want to break it to you, but look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, but it is, yeah, anyway, great phone, Kogan Agora 9, $188. You pick it up on the Kogan store online. So which, you just order which it online. Which is the only place you can buy Kogan products. Can, yeah, only place you can get Kogan products. Full review at eftm.com. Well, I went as a 17-year-old to the Le Mans 24-hour. Le Mans. Le Mans. 
Yeah. They're Lemon. Do you have 24 hours like a wanker? Yeah, mate. Mm. Okay, right. And I can tell you right, back then, uh, my thoughts on that race were that it was 23 hours too long. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I can boy. tell you right now that having visited the Bathurst 12-hour on oh, race day, a couple of years ago I went on the Friday just wow. to see the cars. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that race is at least eight hours too long. Mm. Jesus. Bowen oh, wouldn't know exactly okay. how long because he missed the start. Missed the start by four. Um, by the time I got there, they'd already done the equivalent of the Bathurst 1,000, 161 laps. Yeah. When I walked in, it was 161 laps. Yeah. I was there yeah. at five in the morning. Stupid. Oh, no, sorry, 5.20 because we left the, the house at five. That's pretty uh, dumb. What? Mate, the race starts in the dark. It's epic to watch. Okay. We went up the top of the mountain. Mate, just go um, down to the M2 And full disclosure, we went as- <laughs> Yeah, we see some headlights. Wow. <laughs> we, went, we went as guests of Vodafone, yeah, but good, I went- good kids. I was at the top of the mountain with the Vodafone CEO, mm. who's just an average everyday top bloke. Mm. Like, loves his cars, loves his motor racing, mm. just loving the cars on the warm-up lap can, and then watching the show. What's his name? Inyaki. Inyaki's a great guy. And, and I told so, him so many times too. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, sorry. Good night. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So anyway, um, I, I absolutely loved the first hour and a half. It was great to watch the cars, top of the mountain. There was a bit of battling going on. But gee whiz, uh, it's a better race to watch on TV at home so you can you know do some vacuuming in between watching it, frankly. Yeah. Uh, Look, I've been in a, plenty of supercar races, but the first thing I noticed, and I hadn't been to a 12-hour before these GT cars, is how bloody loud they are yeah. and the differences in sound. I mean, the Mustang, I think, was probably the loudest. Inyaki downloaded a decibel meter app onto his yeah. phone and was sitting there, like, because I looked over and went, oh, what are you doing? He goes, checking the sound, yeah. the, the noise. Loud, how loud was it? It's got a great accent. I wouldn't want to take it on. Yeah. Uh, the... Mustangs were 117, 116 decibels. The others were all mm. just over 100, if not like under Like, it is that loud. For it anyone reverberates into your colon. Like, it's just it unbelievable. It reverberates into your fucking what? <laughs> your colon. <laughs> the cockles of your heart and your colon, and that's Which, how deep it and goes. And it's interesting, Bowen, because that Mustang <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. And doesn't it look better than the V8 supercar? Oh, no, it's a disaster, the uh, V8 supercar, but that's not their fault. They had to come up with something to sit the regulations, didn't they? But, mate, what about, I mean, the Bentleys have that deep growl, the Mercedes yep. GT. Look, the race is just, you know, you got to be a fanatic to want to sit there all day and watch it. And, and we didn't. We left and went to Harvey Norman and tried to buy a coffee table for the office. How'd that go? Then we went back to the house that we had, had on loan to us and had a sleep. And then we came back, but the last half an hour was really good. It was great. Yeah, there was a safety car. Well, I mean, I watched four to five hours of the Bathurst 12 yeah, uh, well, and most people would, wouldn't they? Well, I would have thought so. Yeah, that's why it's but, not on the main channel. See, also, it's like the fanatics. Like mm. I, when I drove back down the mountain, mm. pulled into a servo, the Bentley in front of me, mm. an old mate and his wife had Bentley, sh- you know, corporate shirts on from mm. the from the race team. So they'd clearly driven. Their, they're a Bentley owner. Yeah. They've driven to the mountain mm. for a corporate experience. I mean, this is yeah. how. Can you imagine? The Bentley, Porsche, Audi. Mm. I didn't see Ferrari have a box. So I'm not sure they were there. But a lot of these car companies, mm. you know, basically schmoozing their owners. Absolutely. For their next car. It's yeah, such yeah. a smart corporate event in that sense. Audi was full of them in their box. From a spectator's yeah. point of view, they were, I didn't think the crowd was at all impressive. No, but it was one of their bigger crowds. Apparently. How, many, how many people were we talking about? <clears throat> I, I don't know the figures. Right. Mate, when we, we actually were lucky enough to go on a chopper and do a lap around the course as you do. Plenty of people can. Not be. as you do, mate. So you had a combination. You of, can. You can just pay. Yeah, you oh, can. Okay, right. pay. It's but, 90, 90 bucks, but someone else paid. Oh, okay. And Yaki, one, one of the greats. One of the greats. But look, the plenty of people. Well, hang on, stop. Before we have to tell the story, walking up. What have we done? We've walked up to the chopper. There's a little tent, and there's some choppers there. Mm. You walk up, I go, yeah, mate, just uh, got a, oh, got a, got a right, chopper yeah. ride. The bloke looked at me, looked at Bowen. I'm saying he didn't look at my eyes. He looked at me, mm. he looked at Bowen, he looked at the bloke that was with us and went, yeah, uh, I have to talk to the pilot. We're we're running low on fuel. Basically, we were too fat 
<laughs> to potentially, they normally take five people. Well, they normally also, take five people. He yeah. goes, he comes back from the pilot. He goes, you're going to have to go on your own. Are you kidding? Uh, there were some variables involved because the weather was really still and it was hot. So the chopper was struggling to get elevation anyway. Right, okay. But combined we with two fat people. He's just giving it yeah. to you. That's so good. Yeah, I know. We had to weigh in. Oh. Everyone has to weigh in. We had to weigh in. I have and a wallet and phone on me. So that yeah, yeah, I was wearing of... jeans yeah. and oh, yeah. a belt and my wallet and phone. No mm. solid excuse. And a hat. Hat That weighed a lot too. Well, what's yeah. a phone? 180 grand. Shut up. Oh, okay, right. We're not Never gonna mind. But, yeah, mate, sure the crowd right. from the, and I'll tell you, the, the three day crowd figure of 40,364 is an increase of 8.8% on many? the 40,000. Yeah, across say. the four days. Three days. Uh, an increase of 8.8% over the previous year and 2016. That's good. They had 37. So, I mean, that's the thing that surprised me. I mean, you've got all these cars which are unobtainable, Bentleys and Porsches and all that sort of thing, but you've got the Bogans there enjoying it. They're camping. They're just sitting there. Some bloke had a Foxtel dish set up. Oh, mate, watching at the top it on of Foxtel the mountain. at the top of the mountain. Why? Tent, why would yeah. you, I fridge, why. Fanatic. TV, Foxtel satellite, Foxtel box. So yep. they could just watch whatever they wanted because the, they're set up he's for the. on the mountain. Why would you bring your Foxtel? I don't want to break know. it to you. It's a bit well, boring. So please break it to me. Yeah. Big screens they use are too small. Sometimes you just want to have your own TV to choose yeah. the, the the channel. Right, it was okay. a novelty. Cool. But Plus there was, there, I think there was cricket on at the same yeah. time. So you know we want to watch something else. But then you got the genuine supercar owners. Like there are plenty of Lambos and Ferraris getting around Bathurst. Yeah. Like you McLarens, would do Porsche, yeah, Lambos, everything. It's a real festival. It's just because we're comparing it to the one thousand. So the crowds. I mean, you look at the main street and there's hardly anyone there. But sure. forty thousand people. I, I think that's a good result. I, I'm going to say that's more than the population of Bathurst. So I took Harry up on a Friday a couple of years ago. Yeah. Pretty sure it was a Friday. And it was good. We just, mm. oh, yes, it was corporate tickets again. So it had a nice box. It was shaded and mm. we got a hat and, you know, we, mm. we enjoyed the day. Mm. I got we, a hat went, too. we weren't there for the whole time. Mm. We just went for maybe four or five hours or something. Yep. Next year for the, for the 12 hour, mm. I, I will take the kids mm. for the day. Okay. Drive yeah. up, but not, not the race day. I'll probably go up the day before or maybe just drive up on the race day. Mm. You get there at 10 o'clock on race day. Mm. You get to walk around. You can go. You can go behind the pits. Mm. Uh, you can, you know, smell it. You can hear it. Mm. You can take it in, and then you drive home. Yeah, it's good. Like yeah. you don't need to see the full twelve yeah. hours. And bring yeah. some earplugs. I don't need to go. Yeah, again, sure. earmuffs, big earmuffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, I what? certainly don't need to go again. I've uh, experienced the twelve hour uh, and the night before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you reckon times. with them? Probably we, we wouldn't stay a night next nah, time. We weren't going. We were going to go up on the morning and then come back and then we went. Oh, you know what? We'll go up Saturday night. You're hiding mm-hmm. stories here. I want to know. Oh, I just got blind. It was good. Oh, okay. Stories are out. Look, the, I'm an entertainer. The walk from from the house sure. where we had dinner to the house we were staying, mm. it was very very dark. It was very early in the morning, mm. one ish, yeah. so no light. And uh, look, there was a lot of lot of uh, undulations in the road, so it wasn't easy to walk. <laughs> yeah, there was no light. Also, there was this centralised earthquake just around Bowen, which made him kind of wobble Naturally, along, yeah, of course, all San Andreas fault. And when you can't see, yeah. it's also hard. No, it's yeah, that's true. Anyway, okay, that's enough. What happened to the station Some breaking news here on the podcast. I know we're not live. It's a podcast. The NAB <laughs> is currently in a trading halt on the ASX. That's They're huge changing news. changing CEOs. Mike Baird will be the new CEO. Huge is, news. Is that huge? Yeah, that's, that's Is it really? Mate, how much, he's just how such much, a news nerd. It's yeah, so boring. How much no impact is he going to have, mate? No when you hear about that in six weeks, you'll appreciate that. <laughs> anyway. What? Oh, well, people listening. My breaking news. Yeah. I hope I'll see if I'm right. Mike Baird, CEO. I don't give a rat. Mike Baird, CEO. Former New South Wales Premier. New CEO. There's a couple of things I want to talk about with regard to meat pies. Yeah. Well, hang on. We're talking meat pies. Meat pies, yeah. Okay, okay. that's fine. You got a problem with that? No, no. It's just so so casually. We've got the best microwave downstairs, Whirlpool, crisp and grill. Okay, I'll fight you on that. It's so fucking hard. The only problem I've got with it is. I'll fight you on that. You need a degree to figure out how to do it. I got it for the meat pies. 
I don't give a shit about you heating up your it's not very in salad. It's not very powerful. It's only 800 watts. So it's taking forever to heat just a normal bowl of salad up. Like I just, well, my two-minute noodles were in there for four and a half Yeah, minutes. that's what I meant. It should take two minutes. I'll see you four and a half minutes and tell you that I can take a pie out of the freezer, mm. put it in the Crispin grill, mm. select program 18, mm. press OK and go. Mm. And six minutes and 49 seconds later, I have a meat pie and look like the perfectly man. ready to eat. Yeah. Beautifully cooked yeah. and not at all soggy, which mm. is the problem you get with a microwave. How mm. good's the dictatorship, Bedog? This was bought oh, for one purpose thing. and it yeah. only operates for one purpose. Pretty did much. you organise the microwave, John? Oy, there, Ooh, it is. there it is. What did you organise? Wow. Do you see those wonderful little cabinets over there? Yeah, they're, look, he did those. Built all no, no. You put them together. Yeah. yeah. Did you organise them? Listen, it is. He's just giving it to me. Go on. Just give John. Yeah. Why are we talking about Give John credit. Know your place. Why are we, why are we so, doing meat pies? So we had a con- I think we were, did all three of us have a pie recently, maybe oh, a month ago or before CES? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there yeah. was a question about how you eat a pie. Yeah. There's a right way and there's mm. a wrong way. There now, is, well, apparently. We'll get to the source question in a bit because we did that on Facebook. We might put this up on Facebook, but we have to put some separation between the pie chat. Mm. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. Mm. When I go to pie in the sky, I eat a pie normally. I just eat it, put some sauce on top and try and just you know chew it down. Mm. But I find it very hard to eat a pie in, in its in its whole form yep. in two hands. This is You're too not hot. supposed to eat it like that. I prefer to remove the top. Yep. I like to pour some sauce inside. Yes, one hundred. Stir it around with a teaspoon. Unquestionable. Eat the pie. Eat the meat. Eat the lid, and then the pastry base. That is how I eat a pie. Fully support. Really, one hundred percent. Kids did when they went to the tucker shop, tuck shop in um, school, and that's how you did it when you were twelve. When you're a grown up, Trevor, you eat it like a proper pie. But it's all about the temperature of the pie. Okay, you just you can't act like you didn't just shoot him with that one. That's a massive <laughs> cop that wow. up. Wow, yeah. okay, mate. Mate, mate, my taste buds are as a twelve year old. I beg your pardon. Now, listen, <laughs> it needs to be the right temperature. If you get a pie that you can comfortably eat without scalding your mouth in one mouthful, no. and you get the benefit of the crust and the meat, okay, you know what? All in one and the sauce, you just go. You're being stupid. Because the meat's always. I love that. What? The meat is always hotter than the pastry. If you take a bite, the pastry's you know, okay, we, we uh, need to different temperature. Either tomorrow or next week. We're not scientists. We need to buy more pies again. We need to I can't. That. I'm on the challenge. I can't uh, eat pies. Just one off. No, one I'm off. not allowed for to. Work. It's for work, mate. You, uh, what, you don't want your job anymore? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> then there was two. <laughs> so, so there could be one. I don't care. So... We do the because I'm convinced that 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 microwave at six minutes forty nine is actually it's not overcooking it's not overheating why forty nine I don't know that's just the number that comes oh, up okay, automatically right, yeah, right, right. Um, algorithm it, I thought it, he'd done some testing I, I actually think I think <laughs> I think probably I yeah. could eat it that way I might maybe yeah. I'll try it I want the perfect not room temperature pie but no no it's acceptable pie I'm gonna make a case here you say that kids when they were twelve were eating it with the lid off right yeah. Kids do one thing. What? Every everything they do is mm. only because they want to enjoy it. They just mm. want to get the most enjoyment out of whatever they do. Yeah. Kids know how to get the best taste. They know how to get the best experience. No, sure. I think kids kids prefer not the mess. And I'll well, be honest, no, well, the mess is the problem. Pre- how the, how kids prefer not the mess. Kids do whatever the fuck they want. They just throw shit everywhere. Uh, well, well, tell me about it. Henry, kids don't care. Mate, we should see how Henry eats. It's just chaos. <laughs> I bet he's loving it too. It's just a food fight. I bet he's having a great time. He doesn't eat anything. I'm surprised he's putting weight on. Don't ever give two-year-olds a rice. Doesn't work. It's just it's a disaster. Like we almost need to put a tarp down underneath <laughs> where he's eating. Just we did that once. D bought the. There, by there, the way, I bet at baby shops you can buy floor floor drop drop sheets. Yeah, how much rice is in that Egovax vacuum I've got at home? A lot. And bits of tuna and stuff. Just get the telly. Just put like a. Yeah, we've tried that, there. but then he wants to read the paper and rip it up. What if you put it like under the baby chair, under the high chair? Mm, that's a good idea. Huh? Yeah. Shit. 
Maybe you are becoming a parent. Oh, I get fucked on him. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, so the, the second thing about pies that's critical is, yeah. and I haven't got the Facebook comments Lid off in front is of me, stupid, by the way. Well. You just inject the sauce into the middle. No. You just go, boom. Oh, you inject. And that so cools see, it down. See, this is my thing about I'm an injector. The, the sauce. You inject. See, a lot of people yeah. just put it on top, but I find that doesn't help. Whereas that's why I want to stir it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then inject. Bowen has introduced me. But always wash me. the nozzle afterwards. Yeah, because then you've got pile. Yeah, you got to wash the no nozzle. No kid is doing oh. that. That's your problem too. Yeah. Bowen has introduced me to the Heinz Smoky Barbecue Sauce. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you, oh, my God, that's amazing. Blown away, aren't you? I'm a Master Foods barbecue guy. Do we have some? Yeah, man. Can I oh, yeah. taste it now? It's over there. Yep. Just go, have, go, go have a spoonful of it. Go and get a spoon. Mate, the best comment I can remember from the website, I think it was Derek, it's said, it's, it tastes like a bushfire. Bush <laughs> it tastes like a bushfire. Put some on your fingertip. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just, mate, you, you're not on mic, you realise. He's putting it on a spoon. It's very charred. I've got the spoon. Yeah, it's, okay. not, it's not really how you should be consuming it. It's just um, saying, oh, oh, mate, oh, some Jesus. of your best. Quick. Oh, don't set it on the floor. Don't muck the carpet up. Did you? Did some spill? We've already done our bond. Did it or not? What do you reckon? That, that, you... That's going to be intense. That's like eating Vegemite. That's just stupid. Ooh, that's nice. I feel like a. I feel like we're back in America. I've had some ribs. Yeah, that's that's like ribs from here. Well, yeah. The good people at Heinz Australia actually commented on that Facebook post and said, mm. "Good." I think they said something like, "Good for pies, mm. steak, ribs." Oh, ribs. I'm going to try that with steak. This is ribs. What you're tasting is hickory. They've is smoked it, it with hickory. So, what does it's that mean? Not... They put wood chips in. Yeah, I they mean, just what does that mean? Mate, I think it's a myth. What do you mean? It's a myth. So it's got concentrated tomato, sugar, maize, thickener, whatever that is. Come wipe up. Foods, acids, uh, salt flavors. Don't forget smoke. to wash up the spoon. Color. What color is it? Spice. Brown. Brown. Yeah. So look at. Yeah. Well, I'm a barbecue guy all the way, but most people, judging by the Facebook comments, are tomato sauce people. Are you a mustard man? Like I could put mustard I on a I pie. I don't mind a bit of English or Dijon. Yeah, look, on a not hot on dog? a pie. Hot dog? No, on a steak, Which, yes. Can you eat hot dogs? No, I don't. Yeah. Like the Frankfurt? Under duress. Under duress. Okay, um, just go back one minute to say, did you say most people on Facebook were tomato people? Yes. They're yeah. wrong. Okay, mate. Cheers. Yeah, I think you're right. They're wrong. Yeah. Well, can Tomatoes you, are stupid flavors for people for that are undeveloped. <laughs> it's not for advanced, oh yeah, it's for advanced people. To, <laughs> people not for advanced people. How's barbecue my favorite then? Barbecue's good. Yeah. Tomatoes for people that never develop properly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, I don't, I've actually got well, nothing to say about no, that one. Okay, Let's no. just keep going. <laughs> there goes the tomato industry. And all our listeners who enjoy tomato sauce. So that, tomatoes are for dopes. Uh, Bowen, yes. uh, we rushed out. <laughs> That's pretty good, eh? We rushed out to Bunnings before the show. We did very much so. And uh, when we came back. I've been back, there twice today. I was dri- we were driving up the driveway. Yeah, we And were. I was thinking, listen, John, yep. uh, out the front of the office. <laughs> this is what I was thinking. John was in the office. Yep. Please, yeah. Uh, out the front of the office, there's two car spots and there's one over in the sun, yep. uh, which is our other third spot. Yeah. I thought, John, if you've parked in front of the office <laughs> and taken our spot, it's you're drama. a dead man. Yeah. So we've pulled up and you've reversed reasonably well this time into the uh, into the spot. Yeah. Mate, John's car's not here and he's here. How uh, the hell did you get to the office? Uh, well, Trevor, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> my dad dropped me off. What's wrong with your my car? My dad dropped me off. Where's your car? Tell us the story. Mm-hmm. How did you get to work today? Mm-hmm. My dad dropped me off. Your dad dropped you at work he as well. Where's your Audi? There's drama. Is oh! it? Is it in a workshop? It's in a workshop. I didn't smash it this time. Right. Um... So what happened was I was driving the other day, it was 40 degrees and I realized that I was literally, I was sweating so much that I almost passed out. It was yeah, terrible. sure. It's dangerous. So I said, I can't do this anymore. I have to get it repaired. Yeah, you said you were going to get the aircon done. Yeah. I said I was going to get it done. Yeah. I went to an auto electrician mm. and he said, listen, mate, I'll get it done in two days. Yeah. 
It's going to cost you two grand, though. Yeah, it sounds oh, right. Oh, sounds right. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Two grand, you're kidding. Euro air conditioner. But you know what? You're it's loaded. Gonna, it's gonna, well, I'm not, firstly. Yeah. Um, but I said, you know what? Two grand. Let's do this. Get it done. Yep. Raise the value of the car. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so I give him a did call. You, did you know the aircon wasn't working when you bought it? I did. Yep. But okay. I got it at a reduced price. Yeah. That. Two grand so, reduced? Mm. About four grand reduced. Yeah. Wow. So I said, I said to the guy, I said, Rudder, mate, two grand, lock it in, ready to go. He goes, yep. I called him the next day. He goes, mate, it's going to be three grand. Cool. You don't understand. There's a problem inside your compressor. I'm going to need to fix that. Right. I said, fuck, mate, you're kidding. Like, you're, you're yeah. pulling. He goes, no, seriously, mate. Yeah. I'm going to need it for another day as well. Okay, okay, okay right now. Mm. Call him back the next day. Why are we whispering? Yep. Why are we whispering, you idiots? <laughs> I like this. this I'll hurry up. This, I'll, is, I'll blow this up. is very intimate. He goes, four grand. What? Oh, this bike is sucked. <laughs> Four grand. He is. And he's going to need it for another week. Where is it? For another week. Is it at an actual I'm Audi not dealership? Name, no, it's at an auto electrician. I'm not going to name and shame him. He goes, four grand, I need it another week. I've gone from two grand in two days mate, to four grand. Mate, you him and it, when we get off this podcast and you say, mate, just so you know, I want an itemized bill. Yeah. I want to know everything. Ooh. That was in the two grands, mm. yeah. and then I want to know everything that cost money after that. And secondly, I'm going to get that validated by another auto electrician oh, because he has pulled down your pants, lubed you, and is <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> stop it, stop it! I'll rate it and we'll do it live. <laughs> this is outrageous! Wow. Well, that's the wrong button. <laughs> that's outrageous. Mate, it's a lot of money. Are you with me? Oh, okay. Mate, this happened to me in an Audi. Listen, they mate. charged me for two top mounts on the top of the struts, about 3000 but I got him to ring. So what we need to do is repeat history. History repeats. Ring them, Trev. I don't Let's remember ring that. them now. We're <laughs> ringing ring them on the thing. We're not ringing them on the Bluetooth. Listen. You ring so, them on the Bluetooth. So the problem I'm having. Oh, that'd be a good call. The problem I have. can't record people without their knowledge. I gave him a call today to say, mate, do you have a courtesy car or something? My dad can't keep driving me to work. It's a bit of fucking embarrassing. Yeah. And I was paying, I paid 80 bucks for a rental car one day. I'm like, fuck, oh. I can't do that. So my dad's been kind enough to drive me to work and, and drop me here. It was just very considerate. Mm. And I said, mate, do you have a courtesy car? Now we know why he hasn't been coming to the office. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. I didn't that's want to exactly. say this. That's why. I didn't want to tell you. John was on some new deal, but he just doesn't come No, here. mate, okay. I just, I was busy. I was busy walking yeah, we finally places. negotiated a deal with him and he stopped coming to the <laughs> he office. He stopped coming. I caught the train yesterday. It was fucked. <laughs> just seriously. But anyway, so listen, he, I call him today, yeah. three days before it's supposed to be due, supposed to be due on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. And he goes, oh, okay, I've got it ready for you today. Yeah. I was like, okay, still four grand. He goes, yeah, still four grand. So I'm like, well, I'll go get it today. I'm, yeah. I'm happy that I'm getting it earlier than I expected it. That's nice, but I'm still paying $4,000 for this fucking fix. And, the, and the car was worth 13. Air conditioning. I'm fixing the fucking air conditioning. Uh, uh, that's, Four, I'm so this, filthy. This, this is, is a drama. Because I didn't want to get angry. Now I'm angry again. $4,000. It, it's just dumb. This, this is wrong. It's just dumb. Mate, I'm if telling I, you. I'd be calling fair trading. So, do you know where the drama is, right? Mm. The drama is you agreed every day. No, what you should have done after day one was no, say, mate, no, stop, stop, stop. Mm. I agreed to two grand. Mm. When he when he said 4000 I said, how much? Uh, stop right now. How much do I owe you? He goes, 1500 Oh, you should have pulled out. I've just got, well, but the thing is, yeah. I owed him 1500 yeah. So I either paid him 1500 and got fucking nothing, nothing for it, or I paid him four grand to fix my aircon. What's he charging for labour? I don't know, but it must be a lot. I'd like to know what's wrong with it. It's way beyond the air conditioning oh, system. Anyway, so I'm just. I'm going to get my car back today. It's going to have working air conditioning. I'm happy about that, but far out. Isn't that just infuriating? Mate, oh, mate I, I, I can tell you a reconditioned transmission is only about ten grand, uh, two grand as opposed to four. 
like a transmission. Mate, he replaced. He had to replace the main engine fan, the compressor, oh. the something. Or, mate, it's just it was just drama. There was drama. There's a lot of things. The whole thing was fucked. Mate, I want a list, and I want to take want, it to a mechanic yeah. and check that he did all the things that are on the list. That's a good idea. Actually, I the engine, I'm, mate, I'm we'll have an absolutely. Answer, but we'll it. F- I'm, I'm, mate, I'm telling you. Mate, I was mm. livid. You, you need a fully itemized list. Mm. Do not leave that workshop without a fully itemized list. Yep. And mate, labor is one thing, but it can't. Labor can't be the hike. Labor can't be the two grand extra. No. no. There must be massive parts involved in that, and we need a list of what those parts were. And we need to validate with another mm. mechanic mm. that those parts were actually changed. Mm. The other thing Mate, is, four thousand. Th- I never paid four thousand for the, and I had some shit go down with my beamer. Commodore. Mm. Oh, the beamer. Yeah, yeah. Mate, this is wrong. Was he wearing a balaclava? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, it's just theft. Wow. It's daylight theft. Is it not? Is it? But the thing is, it not is, spoke? No, that's the problem. That's the problem. Mate, well, if a twenty-one-year-old came into me and and this was going on, you'd ring him up and go, "Mate, this thing's. I'm. I'm sorry, but you've got a dud here." Yeah. I can fix this, but it's going to cost you four grand. Mm. He should have made that call. Mate, because again, John. If he's a decent bloke. I feel like this is going to be upsetting for you, but Mm. let's just talk about that. It's a $11,000 car that's worth eight. Mm. $11,500 car. It's worth eight. It's Um, worth, the thing is, it's worth 16, mate. It's not. Mate. If I looked at the history. It's got the the scratch on the bonnet. It's got a lot of issues, mate. Has it got a VIN number or has it been scratched out? It's on car sales at the moment. Right. I've also looked at historical oh, sales it? over the last six to I'll put it up because I'm yeah. a fucking punted. <laughs> if anyone wants an Audi, let me know. It would do um, it cost four grand. I've, I've looked at the historical sales. Most mm. of them sell more than 16000 So I've got mine right. up for 15750 uh, Right? Which is recovering your money. Which yeah. is tro- well, it's not. The thing is, so I bought it for eleven and a half. I was yeah. spending four thousand in the air conditioning, yeah. but I've spent another one and a half thousand on other repairs. As prangs and, so I've and lost, dramas and then, and I, and then I crashed it. That yeah. cost me three and grand. Your premiums have gone up as a result. So I've just yeah. I've, I've spent twenty thousand yeah. dollars on this car. That's worth this is 16. a money pit. It's just terrible. Yeah, it's should, just should terrible. have got a Hyundai over five year warranty or a Kia over seven mm. unlimited Ks. Anyway, oh well. The, the the things you learn as a young kid, Trev. I went through the same thing with an Audi 90. And what we need to do is spend at least half a day next week finding the audio of mm. you telling him not to buy the car. Yeah, I did give you that audio. audio doesn't give I gave you a stern warning on a podcast. Mm. Okay. That was after I bought it. Okay, friend. Bye bye. There's drama with Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, there's more than drama with Liam Neeson. Fuck, what has that guy been up to? I was listening to uh, Jonesy and Amanda this morning talk about how they had a um, the only Australian interview lined up with him yesterday, but, <laughs> but they pulled out because the condition was they couldn't talk about the drama surrounding Liam Neeson. That's right the only now. reason to interview him. At the yeah, moment. pretty much. Yeah, wow. Like he and uh, John, you probably followed it closely because you work in the news media. Oh, but yes. as I understand it, he's got a new film coming out. That's great. Oh. The film um, is just shock and awe and gore and fighting and punching and, uh, oh. but it's based on uh, some form of regret oh. and uh, like an instinct to to fight back oh. over. I think the death of his son in the movie. Oh. And some journalist somewhere is at the Independent or someone was doing um, an interview with him. Wasn't following that closely. And there's audio of Liam Neeson mm. saying, um, "Look, that he's been asked, did you ever, you know, been through this experience with regret?" Mm. And he says mm. something along the lines of, um, "Look, 40 years ago, good friend of mine, and this is paraphrasing, and and you know, don't quote me here, but trying to get the story through. Yep. A friend of mine was raped, brutally raped, yes. brutally and, raped, and he was told uh, that she was raped by a black man, and he said in this interview." So it caused me to feel this, you know, rage and this mm. hatred, mm. and to the point where if I saw a similar person 
and he used the term a black man. I, I, I and and they like they they abused me or anything happened. If mm. if he if he was triggered by such a person, he'd want to kill him. He said he'd want to kill a black bastard. That's okay. what the, the quote was. So to, to, at the to, time, just to, forty just to years jump ago. In there to put a little bit more context around it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, his first question. The problem that this is the problem mm. most people have with what he said was that his the first question he asked the girl that of his of his that was raped mm. said. What color was what's color, what color skin? Right. Mm. So the, his first instinct was to ask what color skin, and then he wasn't kind of going about his daily yep. life hoping that someone. He actively then went out at night mm. with I think it was it was either a knife it was or a, a term gun. he I used. Think, I think it was a knife. Yeah. He went out at a night yeah, yeah, hunting, right. yeah. like literally going to pubs, mm. hoping that a, someone would try and fight him. He was going to lynch. That a black, he was going to lynch someone. Yeah. He truly was. He mm. was going to go and he was prov- essentially provoking people mm. yeah. or, or hoping that someone would provoke him mm. in the streets. Like he wasn't just but out on a. You know now, what I mean? The other context is this was forty years ago. Mm. Needs to be taken into consideration. But racism, racism. Yeah, it's the true. The problem is that first question. The problem is, and the thing is, he wasn't hunting. He wasn't trying to find. I can understand finding the attacker. If you if you tried to figure out who it was and wanted to hunt down the attacker, I'm I'm almost with you with that one. Mm. But he didn't hunt down the attacker. He was hunting any black person because he wanted revenge on any black person. That's racism. So he's inherently racist then. He because was because of that one so, experience. So, so At now the time, what people are saying yeah. is. He was inherently racist. Mm. He acknowledges that he was. Mm. He's changed for the better. And that's the point, right? It isn't. And okay, so. But fuck, why tell the story? Do you know what? That first question I wasn't aware of. That's that's a really important bit of context. But very important. So, yeah, why tell the story? Um, But, I mean, it's 40 years ago, and he's admitting and acknowledging that he sought therapy and, and has moved on. So, let's just move on from the fact that he said it, right? And he said it in this interview. And let's look at the the drama around him now. Like, you know, if they don't use him for movies anymore. Um, like it was forty years ago. I know he's. Uh, I think his next role is going to be in Men in Black, ironically. But that's it now in jeopardy. Um, <laughs> why would you I mean, say? It? Why just would a, you, what's yeah, the point? I why know. Would you say it? But mate, it's another outrage, isn't it? It's an. Un- he, but this is. Oh, is but there this nothing? Is a this is a like, blatant Twitter outrage. Oh, it would be hard to find a similarity in many people's lives, though. Like I don't think a lot of people could relate no. to that feeling, no, could no, they? No, no, no. no. Mm, very unique. Do you think? No, very, they could. No, no. Well, no, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you an example. Yeah. That's not. I'm no, no. Not... I'll give you an example. Uh, the, the Japanese committed atrocities on our troops during World War Two and one, mainly two. My grandpa absolutely hated them. Yep. To the day he died. Yep. Was he a racist? Because he saw what they did to I'm us. I'm gonna say yes. I mean, wow. I'm gonna he say witnessed yes. them, I'm... put them in concentration uh, camps, and, I, and, and I understand that. But that's like hating. That's like us today hating mm. all Germans for but the Holocaust. It triggers something in your mind. But a lot of people do for yeah, the Holocaust. Yeah, absolutely. But that's. But all yeah. I'm saying is that's at I a, just at a base a, level racism. Oh, I think. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I struggle with that. That constant it, racism is a very specific. Like, if the definition is quite specific, you know, if you yeah. go back to carry anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, like, go back to the Liam Neeson thing yeah. and the yeah, yeah. the forty year gap. And and the question he was asked about revenge and rage and mm. stuff and like I I I look at it and go has he moved on? Mm. That's what really matters is has he oh, moved on in forty years? Of course years? he has. Mm. Of course he has. A hundred one hundred percent. I can tell you it's um, how long have I known Amanda? Married fourteen years, fifteen years. So it's definitely in the last fifteen years of my life. Mm. It's uh, so I'm forty some forty two. Sure. Mm. So it took me to get to probably thirty four thirty five before I didn't essentially hate epileptics. My my dad was killed by an epileptic in a car crash. Oh, really? Epileptic was driving, killed my dad. That's mm-hmm. the way I grew up feeling, right? Sure. And mate, I fucking like genuinely mm. just fucking because like, I can remember Amanda thinking it's not. We, we probably won't delve into the fact that this mm. person we have dinner with is epileptic, mm. mate. But you know what happened? Mm. I actually 
because I, you know, I researched over the, everything. I know the bloke's name. Mm. I rang. I spent about six months of my life ringing every person with that surname in the phone book, sure. yeah, right. trying to find him. Mm. Found him. He's dead. Mm. I found his parents. Mm. Mm. He's dead. Mm. Almost at that moment, I went, "Fucking just move on, Triv." Mm. And also, then you realise how many people are epileptic in my case, but, you know, maybe in Liam Neeson's case, maybe he engaged with and interacted with a lot more people of colour over the years. Mm. And he admits that he got treatment. He admits that he moved on. He admits Mm. that it was wrong, Mm. for Christ's sake. Like, I just think he's going to be dragged through the coals for the next Mm. fucking many months over this. And how, how's his career going to go because of this? I know. I mean, Weird. people become more enlightened over time. There's no doubt about that. I mean, the whole range You wouldn't of want everything that you happens look at in a, your early days to be brought up. Look no, at Australia back in the, the 80s story. compared to now. How far have we come? I mean, you know, I was watching, you know, all this drama recently with Carrie Ann and yeah. Yumi Steins and all that sort of thing. And then the Australia Day fiasco. I was watching on YouTube because I love YouTubing, as you know. The bicentenary celebrations back in 88. And you watch the TV commercials that were promoting at the time. It was just all Anglo people. I mean, yeah. We've come mm. a long way because we're more enlightened. We are. Yeah. We had the whole progression of you know saying sorry to the Aboriginals, the original um, people of the land. It just it was, it's a historic thing. We we're growing out of. That why story. do you reckon he told the story then, John? That was your I thing. Really he told the story. I do not know. Because why. if you if you were asked, I mean, I can't. Because well, he doesn't example, feel like he's a racist. No, no, he so he yeah. doesn't feel it's, yeah. it was wrong. Like he clearly said the wrong words in yeah. in reflecting the story. What an he idiot, should, right? But the, the mm. thing is, he told the story honestly, and that's what he shouldn't have done. Mm. Yeah. It's a weird thing, right? Why? Just mm. think it, mate. Just know that you're a better yeah, no, person now. Hard. Just wonder if, even, he, wonder if he knew the journal better than yeah, most, yeah. and and so therefore and he, he had a better level of trust. Yeah, maybe yeah, he dropped I mean, his but, guard. Mate, that's something to tell your your best mate when you're blind drunk. That's not something to tell. You know what I mean? That's just why. Yeah, it's a slip up. I don't think we need to assassinate the bloke though. Well, that's, that's my thing. You know? Like, Kevin Baker, uh, what's his name? Kevin Spacey's mm. career is no, over. So it should yeah. be, by the next, But that's, but next, that's different. That's yeah. different. But this is, this is recent mm. and and acknowledgeable, mm. almost criminal activity, Spacey, right? If not Spacey criminal, deserved right? it. It was mm. criminal. This yeah. is my point, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas what we're talking about here is a bloke who, yeah, right, the problem is he said it He said it just now. He's like, mm. he's literally, yeah. he's cornered himself by saying it in the way he said it and, and telling the story. I'm not saying his career should be over. He's a fantastic actor. Mm. He didn't actually do anything illegal. Yeah. Right? Maybe he should get he, into comedies. Liam Neeson in comedies. Have, you, have you seen him try and be no, funny? Maybe, maybe, this, is, maybe this is just a ripcord yeah. for him to get actually, out of it. He's actually a boring actor. Have you seen actor. him in Love Actually trying to be funny? Yeah, or no, like, it doesn't it's work. Not yeah. at all. Oh, that's you know, right. He's in that. He's, a gr- he's one of the greats. I love his acting. Yeah, yeah when it comes but, to you know hostage situations and shit. I think he'll, he'll get away with this one yeah, eventually. Yeah, it won't be a twenty-four hour news cycle thing. It'll take a while, but he'll get away with it. He unlike, basically needs some other celebrity to get in the shit. Unlike no, poor the old thing is he didn't Kramer, do anything wrong. who went right off Richards. Remember his yeah. anti-Semitic rant, which you can hear. I mean, that's bad. Totally. Yeah. Was, that, was that racist at the time? Yeah. Oh, oh right. yeah. yeah. So he's is, screaming. This it. is different because Liam admitted. Mm. Look, he did something, or yeah. he had recently, and he has he done an interview about it. So mm. it's not like he's hiding. No, that's he right. Came out on the Good Morning Australia or something. Yeah, he, America. He also, America. He good Morning America. Say, right? He didn't Burton say <laughs> Belvedere. He didn't do anything racist. What he essentially yeah. admitted to having racist thoughts. Yeah. So ultimately, at the end of the day, he'll be fine. Yeah. But fuck it, just why, why would you tell a story? Yeah. It's just stupid. Well, that's story. actually the really interesting thing to me was: is the journalist someone he knows? Did he let his guard down? Mm. Mm. Because that's the thing. There are some people who mm. you could easily. Like if you put them in the room together, yeah. one journo you're a bit more open than others. Yeah, far yeah. out. Anyway, wow. Poor old Liam. These are the big issues here on yeah. the FTM podcast. Did you know it's um 
by past nine in Las Vegas. I oh, know we've got several. Oh, we've got a lot of go. clocks. We've you know, the, clocks. John, we've been doing some work in the office. I can tell. So we will put different clocks in up the on time the time. I haven't had a car up on the wall to represent the uh, places we go to during the year. So what have we got? Sydney, obviously, Las Vegas, Barcelona, and Berlin. Have you looked at the Barcelona and Berlin clocks closely? Um, mate, they're the same time. Yeah, because they're in the same time zone. Same time oh, zone. So why do we have two? That clocks? was pretty stupid. We just didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the funny thing is, I put the holes in the wall, I put the hooks up, yep, yep. I made the signs. Bowen set the clocks. Maybe. <laughs> and he set them in that order yeah, too. I, I just went off my iPhone. I didn't notice they were the same time. You didn't, well, didn't bother we, notice they're the same time? Should we change the but order? Are they really? Just, like, what, maybe I've stuffed up. Maybe so put, I should put, just double check that. Put Vegas. No, no, they're in order of events. they're a fair way north. Oh, I'm, just saying, mate, I'm just saying it looks embarrassing. Barcelona at 607 and Berlin at 607 mate, in the morning. We've just got them in the they're same. It looks dumb. Maybe one has daylight savings at some part of the year and it will mate, be different. Should we just change it? Where else do we go through the year? Trev, uh, you go to South Korea, Trev? What about that? Yeah, let's oh, put don't. in Seoul. Let's put in um, Pyongyang. Pyongyang. <laughs> if you start going to Pyongyang... There'll be drama. Um, is that a, is that career? Yeah it's, yeah. it's Kim's land. Well, the only other thing you do is, it's just, I like the idea that the clocks represent the, the major, it's our, our office, sure. and the three major events of the yeah. year. It just looks dumb that two of them are the exact same. Yeah. That's well, all. Well, I don't care though. It's okay. about the principle. Right, the only, if you want to put, put Los, Well, okay. So what if we put Sydney, Las Vegas, Barcelona, and put the Berlin sign underneath, and then put like New York? Yeah, okay. We'll do New York. Yes. Yeah, okay. New York. Oh, well, San or London. No. San Francisco is the same as Las Vegas, you dickhead. Oh, shit. Is it? This yes. is where we've That's had stupid. It's yeah, in this. Let's do it. <laughs> we're in a different state. It's right next to each other. Ah, oh, different let's state. Because New York's one of the classics. If you see the movies where they got clocks on the wall, New York's always one of them. Yeah, you got to throw New York. So let's up. do that. So let's yeah. do that. Let's put the Berlin sign under the Barcelona sign, put New York on the other one. Okay. All right. Are we happy with that? We'll think about it. What about Brisbane time? Right, well. Daylight savings. That always confuses people. Yeah, the problem is, though, with those clocks, like, I'm still going to have to revert it to my iPhone because it could be a different day. It could be AM. It could be PM. I can't Also, as Bowen pointed out, like, we'll be in Barcelona. So right, and we don't really need every time we go to one of these yeah. big events, we're there. So why do we need the clocks off for John? Nah, because it well, looks so good. Well, so I can see what time of day it is when I start pestering you on the WhatsApp. Yeah, no, it just looks good. Mm. True. Because right. I'll be here making full use of the available space. Yep. Uh, from the, the fact one. that there's no cameras up here. Should, should we? No, nah, there'll be cameras by the time you're on okay, your own. No with the blinds, put cameras up here, really? Yeah. Well, oh, I don't them. like that. No, I don't know that you'd be looking all the time. I feel like we're, we're going to put make, them at the desk. We're looking over my shoulder, which you hate. Hey? Could we? Like, could we do? Are they going to always? They be tried that on Sky News. Yeah. It was boring as batshit. Yeah, but we're not. No, that's what we're going to do. John's idea of putting them on the on on the thing there, facing at us. Right. Uh, one for each of us and then a wide shot. Mm. And we never know. We might make, make so you'll cool. just hear us defame people all day? No, yeah, they won't be live much. broadcast. We'll no, just go no, yeah, if, we, yeah. if something fun happens, we'll go, go to the uni den and we'll just download it and all. And because oh, okay. we do some funny shit here. Oh, it's hilarious. It is, really is. It's not working. <laughs> it's definitely not working. Mate, when In the morning, we're working. Okay, well, when I, from the happens. minute I get here, well, that, there is zero work. Maybe cop the tip. Cop the tip. Wow. What a great show! Um, did some good things. It's been a good. It's been a good show. We appreciate you listening all the way through to here because the statistics prove people do listen all the way. It's unbelievable. They, they do. Sometimes they listen more than all the way. They That's can, right. Sometimes sometimes they listen. They back. rewind it and yeah. listen to the unbelievable. They listen to the trivia at the start. So thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Uh, jump on the Facebook page if you haven't already. Hit like. Do that. Uh, John, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, John J Abood. That's the letter J. John J Abood. Get on there. Follow John Boy. And what about Instagram, John Boy? Just John Abood on Instagram. I really should. Hang on. Sorry, sorry. So is it at John Abood or at just John? 
at yeah, just John Abud. I should need to be very clear about that. Right. At just John Abud. Uh, yeah, some good things going on there. Why are you dancing, Bob? I'm just happy because we're about to finish the podcast like and wrap it up pee. and I get to go home. you got to edit the podcast first. Okay, until next bye-bye. time. If you're not here, you'll need yourself a note. Bye-bye for now. Fucking thing sucks.